Welcome everyone to another edition of Drunk Agile. With us, as always, just jumping out of her skin. There's Nisha there in the background. So excited to be here. Um, she looks like that because in front of her is, you know, as always, Pratik Singh. And my name is Daniel Picanti. Thank you for joining us, Pratik. What are you drinking tonight? Something um, exciting, I think. Yeah, it is. It is a. It's a sherry cask. Glenn Grant, Glenn Levitt, um, 13 year old and 61%. And, you know, just, it's almost, it's almost a dessert. It's beautiful sherry whiskey. Yeah. Here on Drunk Agile, we love to play the game, which is higher, Pratik's IQ or the age of the whiskey that he's drinking. So winning whiskey. <laughs> whiskey, whiskey is winning. Um, I finally, just killed this this Glengarry Ooh. bottle, um, the the hand filled cask. I told you it was sixty one point six percent. I hate to say it. I don't know if I hate to say it, but maybe I do. This this one tastes a little bit more like a bourbon than a, mm -hmm. uh, than a proper proper whiskey. Um, yes, I did say that bourbon's not proper whiskey. Yes. Um, cheers, everybody. Cheers. I think also tonight we should. Um, I don't know if we've ever debuted our new slogan for Drunk Agile. Have we? I don't think we've debuted that on the show yet. Do you remember our new slogan? Do you remember our new slogan? Do you? I remember because I think I was drunk that day. Yeah. <laughs> but I do remember us talking about a new slogan. So the new slogan for Drunk Agile is um, start, starting, stop, oh, yeah. stopping. Stop, stopping. Yeah, start, starting, stop, stopping. Yeah, I do. Uh, and that's... I had, I had to get that mostly right. mo that is mostly for the drunk part not for yes, the agile part exactly exactly <laughs> uh Pratik, would you like to introduce the topic for tonight please um yeah so tonight uh we're actually responding to a, a viewer comment thank you uh, for the viewer comment a, by the way yeah uh we received the comment that said that in 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 this person's um forays into agile they have been told very often that Kanban is for mature teams, for agile mature teams, and, and not for, for people to start with. So we're, we're, we're trying to see if we can dispel that myth. <laughs> I, it's, it's, it is hilarious to me um, because, you know, if, if, you, if you're talking to a team that's been doing Scrum for a while, the argument that I always hear is Scrum is for complex product work and Kanban is for very, very simple work. You know, yeah. but if you haven't done any agile method before and you're trying to decide, do we do Scrum or do we do Kanban, then everybody will tell you, oh, well, you have to be really, really super mature uh, to do Kanban. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it can't be both ways, you know, for, for whatever reason, I don't know, Kanban seems to be the punching bag of the, uh, of the agile community. Why do you think that is, Pratik? <laughs> or do you have some? Or do you have something else to say? I don't know. I mean, what, no, whatever. no. I, I, I think, I think it is that way because there are probably more people who are experts in practicing and teaching Scrum than there are people who are experts in teaching Kanban. Or should we say they experts? People who think they're experts in teaching Scrum is that being a little bit too? I think, I think actually, whether you add the think they are or not does not change how true that statement is. Because I think there are more people who are experts in teaching Scrum than Kanban. And also there are more people who think they're experts in teaching Scrum than think they're experts in teaching Kanban as well. 
So where, where do you think this myth comes from? That you combine is only for very, very mature agile teams. Why, why, would, why would anyone say that? I think, I think it's the same thing. I think because there are the, the, the business implication of saying that, hey, you should start with Scrum is that, hey, I can teach you Scrum. <laughs> so because there, there, there is a greater incentive for folks to, 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 to start with Scrum than Kanban. I think someone who knows both, it might be interesting to find out how they like to start with teams. Uh, but that's probably what perpetuates that same thing of, okay, I, I know how Scrum works. I can teach Scrum. I am confident in this. So I'll probably say let's start here rather than there. Yeah. I think, I think it comes down to something that we've said probably a thousand times on this show. If, if you're in an environment where you haven't limited work in progress and you want to transition to an environment where you are limiting a work in progress, that's a really, really, really hard thing to do. That's probably the hardest thing um, that you can do. What's ironic about that is if you implement Scrum, by definition, you should be limiting work in progress. There is no difference whether you're doing Kanban or you're doing Scrum. Both of those require you uh, to limit work in progress. And I would go on, uh, uh, this is going to sound like I'm scrum bashing. I'm, I'm really not, not trying to, to bash scrum, but along with that comes a whole bunch of other stuff. You know, there's a whole, there's a whole set of accountabilities that you now have to implement. If you don't have the concept of a team, you don't have to put that in place with the scrum. Um, if, uh, you know, if you're not used to doing, you know, uh, you know, incremental and iterative delivery, you know, that's, that's something that has to be done, you know, with, with, with scrum. So, uh, you know, all those things come along with the fact that, yes, and by the way, uh, we're limiting work in progress. So I don't know, the, the argument I mean, doesn't I, make I, much sense to me. I would, I would, I would also add uh, something that we've, again, another thing we've said over and over again, it's almost never Scrum or Kanban. Hmm. It's, it's, you can easily at any point of time, layer Kanban onto your Scrum practice, whether it's right at the beginning, whether it's a week into it, whether it's a month into it, you can at any point of time start layering Kanban in. This is being a little talkative today. I was gonna say, I think she agrees with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, for, uh, for sure. Um, there, there's, no, there's no doubt about the, you know, the idea of, um, uh, there is, there's almost certainly a benefit to uh, to mixing the two. I, again, something we've said many, many times on the show. I don't, I don't know how you do Scrum without flow principles. I don't know how you do it. Um, you know, if if you're trying to get the most out of Scrum, you know, at least the the teams that I would assume are getting the most out of Scrum, you know, are implementing some parts of flow, uh, as well as the teams who are are implementing flow probably do a lot of the practices of you know of of a Scrum. You know, we talk a lot about, of course, we, we can debate daily scrum versus daily standup, but they're doing some type of daily meeting, probably. They're doing retrospectives, they're doing reviews with customers. You know, they're probably doing some type of planning, setting some, some type of goals. They're probably doing all of those things. So, um, uh, you know, I don't know, what, 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 are, what are some other reasons why? You know? Yeah, and, and in order to get into the other reasons, I actually want to refocus us on the comment that we received and I kind of pulled it up as we were talking here. This is from Anya, Anya Maywald. I'm hoping that I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, I'm gonna read the last part of it, which is, I keep hearing and reading all the time on PowerPoints, workshops, and trainings that Kanban is only for agile, agile mature teams. 
would you be able to help me find argument to disprove this? Or perhaps if the statement is true, explain why. So I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that Anya has Anya has an open mind on hey, maybe it is true, but mm -hmm. if it's not, what what do we say? So the reason, and Dan, you already kind of mentioned this. The reason I believe Kanban is actually easier to implement um, is because it's simpler than than uh, than Scrum. I think it's it's an it's it's an talking about uh, incremental steps and incremental delivery. It's a smaller increment than Scrum is. We've talked about uh, we've talked about definition of Kanban and things that are and. We're going to point you to the pro Kanban, uh, small batch Kanban channel to, to kind of take a look at the, the Kanban guide videos. It's actually pretty easy to start. It's a little, actually, I said pretty easy, pretty simple to start. It's not that easy because, as we mentioned earlier, limiting whip is not an easy thing to do. But it, you'll have to do it anyway if you're doing Scrum. So yeah. it is a simpler place to start. And I'm wondering, you, 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 I hate to say it, you, you bring up a good point, a point because I, I, I wonder when I, when I talk about Scrum, you know, I always talk about it from the perspective of professional Scrum, you know, which mm -hmm. means, you know, we've read the Scrum Guide, uh, we believe the Scrum Guide, and we want to implement the stuff that's in the Scrum Guide. My guess is probably 80 to 90, maybe more percent of Scrum implementations out there probably don't probably ignore major, major sections of the, the Scrum Guide. And so if you're going to do that, if you're only going to kind of pick and choose what you like about Scrum, and you're only going to pick and choose what you like about Kanban, maybe on the, on the surface, it might look like, like Kanban is harder because we emphasize so much, you know, the visualization of work, the limiting of work in progress, the metrics, you know, and, you know, and things like that. On, on the surface, it might, it might look like it's harder because you're potentially throwing out, you know, all the, all the difficult bits of, of Scrum. So, I mean, maybe that, that's, that's kind of a, I think kind of a key point to bring up is, well, I think I'm speaking for you here too, but when we talk about Scrum, we're, we're talking about professional Scrum and how professional mm -hmm. Scrum is implemented. Um, we're not talking about what, you know, some people might call zombie Scrum, you know, or, you know, or, you know, some, some, some of these other more derogatory terms that I don't necessarily want to say, um, you know, uh, on air, which is kind of strange. Maybe I should say them, but I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, uh, yeah, and uh, the, the picking and choosing, let's, let's say if you were doing the picking and choosing from the Scrum Guide, here is what I would suggest you pick and choose. You pick and pick and choose things like having a definition of done and having a way to know that the team has started work. Um, I would choose limiting the amount of work the team takes on. And I would choose inspecting and adapting and making that process better. Guess what? You do those three things, you're doing Kanban. <laughs> so in a way, Kanban is actually a subset of Scrum practices. And a subset is usually easier to start with than a large set. So, yeah, I mean, there, there, yeah, there's no doubt. We've, we've talked about this. The, yeah. the, um, the Scrum Guide reads like, a, to me anyway, because I, I have flow glasses on, right? I have a flow lens on. Um, the Scrum Guide reads like a flow document to me. Um, but the, I think the Scrum community, and probably rightly so, would argue in that case where we're picking and choosing, well, that's not Scrum anymore. And I, I think that's a fair argument. 
you know, mm -hmm. to say, you know, that there is a legitimate definition of scrum out there and you can't just choose, you know, what you like about the definition, what you don't like about the definition, same, kind of the same thing with, um, with Kanban. So, yeah, I think there is a way to make a scrum implementation easier to implement than Kanban, but at that point, it's, uh, it's not scrum. So, so yeah, so, so, so getting back to what, what, what are some arguments against Kanban is only for, you know, uh, you know, mature teams. Mature team. yeah. uh, you know, to, to me, like I said, some of those arguments are if you, if, you know, if, if we're talking about professional scrum, you know, we're talking about all the elements of the, of the scrum guide, you know, not, you know, not, again, not, not picking and choosing. Um, or as, as you just pointed out, Kanban's a bit of a, a subset of that. Plus, I, you know, I think we, we've talked um, on previous episodes about even if you don't go full Kanban, right? The, you know, the easiest place to start to, to, to take you down that flow path is just, you know, something as simple as looking at aging. Now that yeah. even that's kind of deceptively simple because there's some things you need in place for that. But um, what, what, are some, what are some other arguments against the whole Kanban's only for mature teams? Well, I also, as, as, I, as I hear that over and over again, I read that over and over again, I'm like, what do you mean by a mature team? Mm. Like it's, it's okay, fine. So at what point does Kanban, and how, how do you measure that the team is mature? Uh, if you take the very, very base definition of agility, which is a team that gets fast feedback and adjusts based on it, to me, and, and again, these are my flow glasses, to me, figuring out whether a team is getting fast feedback and adjusting, to th adjusting things is what's their cycle time? How long does it take for something to start from start to finish? And if that's how we're judging a team's maturity, um, you don't need to be super mature. You might, in fact, most teams that start with Kanban probably have cycle times that, that would embarrass them. Uh, and that's probably the reason they start with Kanban. Yeah, and I think we I think we finally got to the, the heart of the matter, the, the the crux of the argument here. Um, and I'm going to say this, and I, I hate to say it because it's it's a classic consultant speak idiom cliche, whatever you want to call it. Um, but you know, you know, asking uh, you know the statement "combines only for mature teams." I mean, that to me, that's just kind of the, the wrong sentiment. I mean, what, what you know, who who cares, right? Is that what what are we really looking for here? I mean, is why are you looking at Kanban versus why are you looking looking at Scrum? You know, is there something about your context that we, wouldn't allow you to choose one or the other? It's not necessarily that one is better. It's not necessarily that one is for mature and one is for you know, um, you know, complex con uh, context yeah. versus mm -hmm. versus simple context, or or whatever. Um, you know, it's like what's 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 going to fit your context? What's going to fit your culture? Uh, what's what's going to fit fit all of those things? And as we've just said, I think. A million times by now, it's probably going to be a mix of both, and probably should be a mix of both. Mm -hmm. I, I guess. Yeah, I know. I last guess. word. I don't know. Yeah, unless you have anything else to say, do you have a? Yeah, I mean, that's. Uh, I was kind of, kind of getting towards last word as well. So it's, it's it, at the end of the day, it, 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 what helps your team progress towards whatever you believe agile is, or whatever you believe maturity is. Fr frankly, shouldn't even worry about what agile is. <laughs> what you're what you're after most likely is how can I deliver value to customers more frequently and adjust, or whatever gets you there. And or 
belief is that whether it's Scrum or Kanban, either can get you there. You just have to figure out what works best in your context. Um, note to self, by the way, because you just made me think, because uh, you, you touched on it earlier. Our definition of agility, I don't know, if, have we covered that? In... I don't think we have. We've, like I said, we've kind of talked around it in several episodes. Wait, so... isn't this drunk agile? Isn't part of the name? Yeah, <laughs> go figure. <laughs> we probably, well, then we have to define drunk too. Um, we'll probably have to do that. Yeah. How many avocados? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so with that, again, thank you, Anya, for the for the comments. All of you out there, the invitation is open for you to leave us comments. We we do we do listen to you, um, and we'd love to talk about what you want to hear. So you know, in the meantime, remember uh, start starting stop stopping stop stopping when yeah. it comes to the drunk part of drunk drunk agile. Thank you so much for listening. For Nisha, who has disappeared, there she is. She's like, get me out of here now. Uh, so for Nisha, the star of the show, for Pratik Singh, my name is Daniel Vikanti. We will see you in the next episode. Thanks, everyone. Yeah.